Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. Well, praise the Lord. It's good to be back in England and uh, to be a part of this beautiful family. I'm bringing greetings from Zimbabwe, greetings from my family, and greetings from One Church Zimbabwe. So in the past, in the past year, we have really been very busy, you know, like planting new churches, and um, we, we are grateful for all the support that you have given us, the prayers, and um, the encouragement that I always hear from a distant. Um, we, we have planted two new churches um, in the last year, and, and another one is, is, is on the horizons. And we, we, we are dreaming to like plant at least you know, two churches every year. Uh, and uh, and we, we are believing God for uh, resources, people, leaders, and um, uh, people who will come and support this work really. So very excited. Next year we are going to have youth coming over to Africa to support us, and we want to thank you. Right, I, w- I would like to just give a big thank you to everyone who has contributed towards the car. That's the truck that we all bought last year and it finally arrived in Zimbabwe in March. And we are so grateful for uh, your contribution towards uh, this car. Thank you so much, and God bless you for providing and supporting us. So this, this morning, I am not... Um, I'm, I'm just going to be giving you what I have. Yeah, what I have is what I'm going to share with you. And, um, you know, since January, I have actually been preaching from this story. It has inspired me. It has motivated me. And I hope and pray that you will get uh, a line or two. You know, my normal preach, I normally preach in Shona. So I'll try to calm down really. Uh, and, and make sure that I don't do some Shona speaking, uh, because that's the normal me. So um, I'm really trying to, uh, to come along with us. Right, so there are a few things here that I want to, um, I want to try share with you this morning, and I have entitled the message of my preaching this morning, Strategically Positioned. We are strategically positioned. In other words, every one of us who is in this place is not a mistake. We are here for a reason. We are here because God has called us to be here. You may not know it, you may not understand it, you may not be feeling it, but the truth is God has called you to be here in this hour and in this time. So we're going to read scripture from the book of 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 7, and um, 
um, when you have time, please read chapter 6 and chapter 7 because the background of chapter 7 is actually, the story is actually coming from chapter 6 of 2 Kings. Yeah, and I'm going to selectively uh, read a few verses that are going to guide us in terms of what I want to talk about this morning. So the Bible says, Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says about this time tomorrow, a seer of flour will sell for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. The officer on whose arm the king was leaning said to the men of God, Look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of heaven, could this happen? You will see it with your own eyes, answered Elisha, but you will not eat any of it. Now this verse 3 is very key. Now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the gate, they say to each other, why stay here until we die? If we say we will go into the city, the famine is there, we will die. And if we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. If they spare us, we live. If they kill us, then we die. And thus they got up and went to the camp of the Arameans. And when they reached the edge of the camp, not a man was there. For the Lord had caused the Arameans to hear the sound of the chariots and horses and a great army, so that they say to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired Hittites and Egyptians uh, to kings to attack us. So fast forward, verse 18. It happened as the men of God has said to the king, About this time tomorrow a seer of flour will sell for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So this, this story uh, is, is about the nation of Israel uh, in the Bible times. And you will understand that in the Old Testament, Israel represented the people of God or the church that we have today. So at this point of their history, Scripture shows us that they had many enemies that were fighting them. And one of the enemies were called Assyrians or Arameans. And the Bible says in chapter 6, they tried to fight Israel and the prophet of God managed to capture quite a number of the Arameans. And as a result, they changed their strategy in terms of how they fought Israel. So at this point in time, they have besieged the city. They have surrounded the city so that people would not be able to come in or go out. And the Bible says there was also drought in the city. Now, sometimes what I don't understand about um, some of these stories is how in the Bible, God would allow his people to go through desperate situations in their lives. And I want to think, uh, for us, it is a message that sometimes we can go through desperate measures and desperate situations in our lives, even though we are God's people. The fact that you are going through a hard time does not mean that you are not a woman or a man of God. You could be going through a very tough time, but yet God is still with you. 
But I want to bring your attention uh, to this thought that every time when we are facing challenges and difficulty in our lives, you find the devil's intention is so that we have doubt in what we believe in. We stop to believe our God. We stop to believe in what God says in our lives. So we are told in this story, the man of God, Elisha, came with the word, a prophetic word to Israel. Because they had been in this dare situation where there was no food in the city. The Bible says the best food they could eat in the time was drops of bears. Now imagine, now you can never imagine that here in England because there's never been a time when you probably never uh, legged any food. But these people had no food. These people had nothing to eat. Yet scripture says when they came, when the man of God came, he said tomorrow, just tomorrow, you are going to have food. Tomorrow you will have something to eat. Tomorrow you will have flour. Tomorrow you will have... Now, now, speaking such a word when people are in a crisis is very difficult. But I want you to know, people of God, that the word of God is as powerful as it is, whether it, things are good and things are not all right in our lives. So Israel was in this very difficult situation. The prophet of God comes with the word of God. And then there is a man who says to the man of God, even if God opens the windows of heaven, would this ever happen in our lives? And I'm thinking as a preacher that half the time we've got Christians who when they're in situations, they begin to doubt they are God. They believe in God, but they doubt they are God. But I've come to encourage someone that it doesn't matter what you are going through in your life, there is a God who can turn up for your life. So the Bible says, when he said these things, because for him, it was impossible to have barley the following morning. Because he knew the process of how to have barley anyway. He knew the process of how to have flour anyway. You know, sometimes we have got these ideas in our lives that if God is going to do anything, he has got to do it this way. But God does not always do things the way we expect it or the way we want him to do things in our lives. He doesn't always do things in, in, in human ways and human terms. He always does things in his own ways because he is God. So the Bible says uh, there were four lepers. And I want, I want us to learn from these four men. There were four lepers outside the city. Now you should understand that if a man had leprosy, it was almost like a man had COVID. <laughs> because once you had leprosy, you, were, you, were, you, you would be quarantined. You would not go where the people would be. In fact, in their time, they would take them outside the city. And half time, they would not take them outside the, the city, not for healing. They would take them outside the city so that they would die. So they were actually put out of the city to die, not to live. 
So here were four men who were rejected by the city, who probably were rejected because of their situation in their lives. Yet the Bible says the four of them, on this particular time, they began to talk. And this is where I want, us, uh, I want to take you this morning, that faith half the time is seen by what you say. Faith half the time is seen by what you confess in your life. It's easier to say Jesus is good when we are together, but it's another thing to say Jesus is good when you're in a situation. So the Bible says the four of them, they began to talk. Now you should understand that they were, the, they were not the only lepers in, in this situation. There were many lepers, but they chose to just have a different language in their lives. So what I want to submit to you this morning is that if we are going to be, if we are going to see the hand of God in our lives, we must be a people with a language. We must be a people who talk their faith. We must be a people who confess what they believe in their lives. I think one of the things that we must learn to, to say in our lives is that our God is greater than our situation. Our God can come and intervene at any time in our lives. So the Bible says they began to say to one another, if we stay here, we are going to die. If we go back in the city, we are going to die. What are we going to do? Let's go to the camp of the enemies. Now, little did they know that on the morning they are discussing this, there is a prophetic word that is coming to the city. But any time when God speaks a word, he is looking for a people to use to make sure that word is fulfilled. When God brings down prophets, then the next thing you, he expects is for a people to rise in their lives. So somehow their discussion synchronized with the prophetic word that was being given in the city. I'm not so sure if they were in church that particular morning when the prophet of God came and said in the morning it's going to happen. But somehow their faith, they had faith in them that said to them, we cannot die in this place. So they said, we will go to the camp of the, of the Arameans. And the Bible says when they rose to go to the camp of the Arameans, God began to move in their lives. I want you to know, good people of God, that as we start to take those small steps towards what we believe in our lives, God will start to show himself in our lives. So my Bible says, they spoke. And the first point that I want to bring to us is, People that are going to be strategically used of God, they have a language. I want you to know, church of God, if there is anything that kills church, if there is anything that kills vision, half the time is what we speak. It's not what we preach on the pulpits, but what we speak at home. What we speak when we are at work. What we speak when we are in the car. Because sometimes we speak certain things that don't grow seeds of faith in our lives. But these gentlemen began to share things that would encourage each other. It's very important for us to have a powerful confession in our lives. But they did not only speak. Because they could have just encouraged themselves with beautiful words and say, okay, guys, I think we could live. But the Bible says they took a step in their lives. 
And I want to say to us, as people of God, we have to learn to act on what we believe. We have to learn to act. We have to learn to do what we say in our lives. It's one thing to confess God is the Almighty. It's another thing to act like you know God is the Almighty in your life. So the Bible says after speaking, they took a step. They began to walk towards the camp of the Arameans. Now I want you to hear something here. When God moved in the camp of the enemy and caused confusion in the camp of the enemy, this gentleman did not hear the noise that God was making in the camp of the enemies. They probably felt nothing. They probably did not feel like God was blessing them. They probably did not feel an anointing on their lives, yet somehow they acted on what they believed in their lives. So sometimes it doesn't matter how you feel, because half the time we want to feel like I think I can serve. We want to feel like I think I can sing. We want to feel, but it's not about how we feel. It's about what we believe in our lives. And I've come to encourage someone in the house that it is very important for you to take a step because you believe. If they ask you, why are you doing what you're doing? You'd say, because I believe. Now, there's one girl in my church who works on the street in my church. She works on the street. She has got a job that doesn't pay much. She's like one of the poor girls in the community. Yet for the past three years, past three years now, she has been buying electricity for my house. I drive a beautiful car. I, I have got a beautiful home. But because she believes if I do this, God is going to bless me. So this year, she came to me and said, you can never believe what God has done in our lives. I said, what? She says, my brother decided to take my son and send him to college in Zambia. It would normally cost something that I know I would never ever afford in my life. But I want to think because I have sown these seeds of giving in the house of God because I believed God has moved in my life. Today, her son is in college and her fees are paid by the brother and God has used the brother, not because they are blood relatives, but because here is a girl who just believed in the word of God and began to act upon it every day of life. She says, this is what I will do in my life. So I want to encourage you, act on what you believe. If you believe Jesus heals, act like you believe Jesus heals. If you believe Jesus is powerful, act like you believe Jesus is powerful. If you believe Jesus is, is the deliverer, act like you believe Jesus is the deliverer. If you believe Jesus is your provider, act like you believe Jesus is your provider. I don't know back home in Africa, there are people who would say God gives, yet they don't tithe in church. Yet they don't give in church. They don't act on anything monetary in their lives. Why? Because they don't believe that they believe that God is provider, but they don't act like God is provider in their lives. So I've come to encourage you as we act, God moves in our lives. 
finally, I want to say to you, they took a risk in their lives. You see, faith will always take a risk. Because they say to them, we want to go to the camp of the Arameans. If we die, we die. In any case, if we stay here, we are going to die. If we go back in the city, we are going to die. But let's, let's die trying. <laughs> let's, let's, let's die trying to live. Even though it was impossible because they were going to the camp of the enemy. Now, you, you cannot be expecting to be spared somehow by your enemies. But they went anyway. And the Bible says, on their way going. You know, sometimes when we take those steps, th those risks in our lives, somehow God shows up for our lives. If you read the Bible in Esther chapter 4 verse 14, the Bible says, Esther say to them, go and pray for me that I may go and see the king. Because according to the constitution of the time, if I just go anytime, I could be killed. But anyway, if you pray for me, I am going to take the step and go and see the king. And he says to her, who knows, God has risen you for such a time as this. People of God, I want you to understand and I want you to know that God has called us for such a season such as this. It doesn't matter what calamities we could be facing in our lives. It doesn't matter how difficult things could be in our lives. When we start to stand up in faith, believing God that he will show up in our lives in one way or another, God will show up in our lives. No one has ever believed God and has been failed in their lives. Anyone who believed God Anyone who acted on the word of God, anyone who took a risk in their lives, one way God really showed up for their lives. Finally, I want to say to us, you know, while they did not feel and hear God speaking, the Bible says they still went anywhere. Somehow there was this sensing, this sensitivity in them that now is the time and I want to encourage every one of us may we be sensitive to the power of the Holy Spirit when God is doing stuff sometimes that we don't even understand we need to sense we need to understand that God could be moving in our time and in our season so this morning I want to encourage someone connect with what the divine is doing. So the last scripture that we read, the Bible says, and, and it was fulfilled as the prophet of God had said. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be amazing to be a church that is living to see the fulfillment of the word of God every day? Hallelujah. When people... When people get filled by the Holy Spirit, we go and it was fulfilled as the scripture says. When people get healed in the house of God and we say, and it was fulfilled as God had said. When we see churches being planted and we say, and it was fulfilled as God has said in our lives. So this morning, I want to encourage someone. You are strategically positioned. 
It doesn't matter what is happening in life. It doesn't matter how difficult things are. It doesn't matter what you're going through as a person. I want you to understand that God is working right there in your life and in your ministry. And this is my encouragement to every one of us. Let's connect with what God is, is saying. Would you, would you stand with me just, just for a minute? Would you stand with me just for a minute? I, I want us to pray, and this is, this is what we want to pray to God for. We want to say to God, help us be sensitive of what you are doing in our season. Help us be sensitive of this calling that you have in our lives. Help us connect with what you are saying in the, what you are doing in the spirit realm. For some of us, we need to change our language. For some of us, we need to start acting on what we believe. We have been talking about it for a long time, but I encourage you to start taking those little steps in our lives towards what God has called you to do in your life. Sometimes you may not understand it all. Sometimes you may not feel like it's happening, but I want you to know that as you take those little steps God will begin to move and to do stuff in your life so I want us to just lift our voices to just for a minute and say to God help us be sensitive to what you are doing father we thank you this morning and we thank you for your word we thank you for your people we thank you Lord Jesus Christ that you have called us for such a time as this we thank you you have called us in a season when economies are crazy we thank you that you have called us mighty God when politics of the world is crazy. We thank you, mighty God, that you have called us, mighty God, when seeds of doubt are being sown everywhere in our lives. But God, we pray that like lepers, like the four lepers, mighty God, give us some faith in our lives to rise and begin to do your work, to rise and begin to act upon what we believe in our lives. And we thank you, Lord, that even when we don't feel it in our lives, you are moving in our time and in our season. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. And everyone say amen. God bless you. Thank you.